Jazzcast Pros. I'm really telling you guys all the business. I love Skittles, Starburst. My mouth is watering just talking about them. I am like an anticipation of having some sugar. I want to talk about it as it relates to our mental health. You know, you experience highs and lows from eating sugar and sugar consumption. I am still very much in a sugar withdrawal fog. And so I have been struggling to put words together. I have been like ready to jump down somebody's throat. Like I have been like really tripping over not having sugar. So I thought, why not take this opportunity to share what it's like in the middle of me reducing my sugar intake. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life. I'm your host, Kelly Marie, and I invite you to take this journey with me. We're going to be talking about all things mental health and emotional well-being. You see, I am a overcomer. If you are interested in figuring out the path for you to determine how and where you will drive your future, this is the place to be. We get to determine the ride. We may not get to determine the weather or who's on the road with us or if it's going to be a scenic route or not, but we are the drivers. So join me on this ride, Living the Front Seat Life. What a beautiful day in the neighborhood today, good people. It's me, Kelly Marie. So today's show is all about me kicking my sugar addiction. And uh, now that I've told that lie, it's actually about me cutting back on my sugar. And this is uh, day four of no sugar. I'm in the middle of this thing, right? And so we often talk about things after we've gone through it, after we've made it out to the other side. And I'm very much not at the other side. So like, subscribe, share. Share your favorite episode with with someone that you care about. Spread the word about living the front seat life. So I'm going to tell you guys some stories just to give you an idea of what my sugar life is like and... Maybe you'll kind of see how I have this issue. I did a little research into sugar and sugar addictions and have been doing a lot of reading and went to some medical journals because I really wanted to know, is sugar addiction a real thing? Like, I think it is. I've read articles here and there, but I've never gone out to actually do the research. And by reading, I don't mean random articles that are clickbait, although I did dive down a hole or two into some clickbait and it's difficult to get out of that thing once you're in it, right? But I just want to read some things, share some information with you guys about sugar addiction. And then, you know, I'll tell you, you know, how I've been living my life these last four days. So research has shown that um, sugar, and this is uh, NIH, um, National uh, Institute of Health, uh, government supported research, sugar and sugar addiction. And uh, what they found is that sugar creates two types of effects, um, very drug-like effects, um, including binging, craving, 
tolerance issues, withdrawal symptoms, interdependence, and a reward effect. And so sugar addiction seems to really be a real thing. And not only is it a real thing, but sugar is in everything. So this research looked at both animals and humans, and the literature really shows similarities between the two, and that there is some neurochemistry happening in the brain when sugar is involved, that it, it very much, your body very much acts like, because it is, a drug. So we're not going to get into why sugar is acceptable um, and, and other things are not. But I want to talk about it as it relates to our mental health. When Chef Alexa was here, we talked about this a little bit. You know, you experience highs and lows from eating sugar and sugar consumption. And we often will tend to, if you're not feeling well or, you know, you're an emotional eater like myself, you know, you'll eat something that tastes good. You know, it just, it's got to be the right thing, whether it's brownies or Skittles or whatever the, the sugar fix is. So in this this self-journey of self-medicating or in this journey of self-medicating, first of all, you guys, let me just say, I have not reached the point of mental clarity. I am still very much in a sugar withdrawal fog. And so I have been struggling to put words together. I have been like ready to jump down somebody's throat like... I have been like really tripping over not having sugar. It's been rough. The first two days, I had major, major headaches, like headaches that did not go away with ibuprofen. I felt like I couldn't function, like something was squeezing my head. It was the worst. And so yesterday was not as bad. Definitely, I, I didn't have any headaches, but my attitude was just crappy. You guys, I apologize to any and everybody I spoke to yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. I feel like I didn't necessarily snap on people. I'm, I wanted to. And I, I really, 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 you guys, when I say really, I mean really. I really tried to be cool, calm, and collected. I did my best to stay away from folks because I knew that I was going through sugar withdrawal, but it was tough. It was really tough. And interacting with people that know me, they could see that something, you know, was not right. <laughs> I am dealing with still being a little sick and sugar withdrawal all at once. And that's okay because I do see the light at the end of the tunnel. Now, I don't have any plans on being sugar-free. I've removed processed sugar from my diet, and while I'm still eating fruits, I have not OD'd on fruits. And there is some research that looks into how the body processes natural sugars versus artificial sugars, processed sugars. Really do a number on your body. And so um, I do see, I would say, a difference in I'm more awake today, really. Um, the first two days, all I wanted to do was sleep. Yesterday was a little bit better. And today, I definitely would say I'm more awake. Like, I'm not ready to get in the bed and go to sleep. 
And so my sugar intake generally is in the morning coffee creamer. And I've scaled back from what I used to do, but it's still very much an issue. Uh, but then I eat a lot of sweets during the day, not naturally sweet foods like fruits. And there's some vegetables like carrots that are actually high in sugar. Growing up, I would, and this is going to trip you out, I would eat Skittles with orange juice. Like I would take a bag of Skittles, put it in a glass, then fill it with orange juice. And I would let the orange juice eat the sugar, the acid from the orange juice, eat away at the Skittles until they turned into like a little kind of like sugary mush at the bottom. Then I would drink the orange juice and then eat the rest of the, like the softened Skittles. And the, the orange juice was like black by the time I got ready to drink it because it had eaten away at the Skittles. I also used to make Kool-Aid sugar. I talked about this one on the show at Shuffle Alexa. And Kool-Aid sugar, if you didn't catch that episode, is you take a pack of tropical Kool-Aid. It has to be tropical. Sometimes you can use lemonade, but tropical Kool-Aid in a mug. You fill the mug with sugar, and then you put about two tablespoons of water in this mug, and you stir it up. And it's like a, a slushy almost, not quite as liquid as a slushy, but it's like sugar. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high quality recordings, regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. You're slushy. Now, as an adult, and I haven't had those since I was in grad school, but, um, and now mind you, I was an adult grad student, but that's not the case. I've, it's been a good 15, maybe 20 years since I've... 10 to 15 years. I'm trying to be honest here and, and give you guys an actual estimate of time. But now I find myself eating lots of brownies, lots of cookies, Cadbury eggs, which come out in uh, Easter time. Those are like the best ever. Will I have enough uh, willpower to wait until after Easter to buy them? So I buy them when they're on super sale, like 75% off. But then I get like 40 Cadbury eggs and I will tear through those things in two days. I didn't do that last year. That was very uh, a good time for me. Uh, I don't plan on doing it this year either. I'm hoping that by then I'll have this under, under control, but we'll see. Another thing that I love is... Um, cookie dough, eating cookie dough, like raw cookie dough, or um, like cookies that are kind of baked, but not all the way. So they're still kind of soft and you can like put them in a bowl and eat them with a spoon. I'm really telling you guys all the business, but when it comes to sweets and not really baked goods, but I like the before they're cooked baked goods, like brownie mix and cookie dough. I love Skittles and Mentos. Mentos are like supersized Skittles, Starburst. My mouth is watering just talking about them. I am like an anticipation of having some sugar, but I'm not. I'm good. Cool, calm, and collected. I can make it. I can do this. And so I have cleared the house out of 
snacky foods that I love because I knew that was a thing for me to really set myself up for success. Again, it's only been four days, but four days is better than zero days, right? And I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I know that right now I'm in a good place. I feel like I will be able to have some long-term success with this. Again, day four, who knows? But I, I have begun to notice some changes. So again, I've been more, not alert because I'm still all over the place in this podcast is proof of that. But I've been more awake. Like I, I haven't taken a nap today and lunchtime naps have been my jam. Like I live for a nap, y'all. I've also been sleeping better these last couple days, which has been beneficial, of course, to my sleep pattern. And I really credit that to the sugar, not having sugar in my diet. Nothing else has changed. You know, I I haven't added anything or removed anything else from my routine except for the sugar. So I'm counting sugar as the reason that, or lack thereof, the reason that um, I've been able to get some better sleep. I usually wake up two to three times a night. And now um, I am I may wake up in the middle of the night once, but I'm sleeping through until 6.30, 7 o'clock, which is unheard of for me. These last, easily this last year, I have not had a good night's sleep really. So to be able to have restful sleep has been like a just a godsend, really. And so my hope is that, and I will continue to share with you guys exactly how I'm doing on my sugar-free kick as we, you know, move along in these weeks. Um, but again, to be honest, I'm, I have not removed fruit from my diet, just processed sugars. And I haven't overindulged in fruit. I have been eating grapes and red grapes, which are high in sugar, but I figure red grapes are way better than Skittles and I have not been eating them in mass like I would with my Skittles. So I know that uh, a lot of folks would not consider what I'm doing going sugar-free because I haven't removed fruit from my diet. But for me, this is a big deal. Um, Not only did I cut sugar, but I cut caffeine. Oh, okay. So It could also be caffeine. Caffeine could also be the reason why I'm sleeping better. But I only have coffee in the morning. I'm not a a afternoon or evening coffee drinker. Um, But I did cut coffee, caffeine out of my diet as well. So no coffee, no sugar, no added sugars. Um, I haven't had sugar in food. So if you pay attention, you'll notice that a lot of foods have sugar in it, like spaghetti sauce. Um, a girlfriend of mine said that her favorite garlic powder has sugar in it. If, if something is low in fat, it's probably high in sugar. So sugar is really everywhere. And the only way you can kind of get out of it is to eat whole foods. That's been my, my plan. That's been what's been working for me is to focus more on whole foods and not on processed foods, but definitely cutting out all um, processed sugars. So with that, I want to hear about your successes. If any of you have um, issues around sugar, around um, snacking, binging, 
um, again, from a health perspective, what have you done? What are some tips? What are some tricks that you have instituted in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle, in order to keep your brain clear? I'm expecting the brain fog to lift soon, like any day now. It should be happening. And uh, I'll report back and let you guys know. I won't take up another show, but I will definitely um, kind of keep you posted, maybe at the top of, of a show or We'll see. We'll see. Right. We'll see how that goes. So in the comments, feel free. Send me an email. Kelly Marie at frontseatlife.com. Um, Jazzy would love if you would like and subscribe and share the podcast. I would, too. But she gets on me to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm telling you and asking you to do the things that we need in order to make the show more successful. And it's been an absolute success. I cannot thank you guys enough for listening. I hope that um, my brief update on my uh, sugar journey has uh, encouraged you to make some changes in your life. Um, We're coming up on the end of the year and people are going to start making resolutions. And I just want to let you know, you don't have to wait until January 1st to make a resolution. You don't have to wait until the first of a month in order to make change. You can make change right here, right now. So keep me in the loop and keep me posted on everything that you are up to and you're doing by way of making these healthy choices. Now, if you are in need of resources, you don't know where to go, but you know you need some some resources, try dialing 211 on your phone or use um, 211, the 211 app, uh, not app, but go to 211 in your browser. You can do a keyword search to get resources in your area. If you are in need of someone to talk to, you're in crisis or have an urgent need um, to speak to a crisis counselor, please call the National Suicide Prevention Helpline at 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can text HOME to 741-741. Until the next time, be the light. Uh, We're going to talk about the holidays and um, really living through the holiday season next week. So um, come prepared for that one. That should be a good conversation. So be the light, guys. I'll see you guys next week. Like, subscribe, share. Share your favorite episode with, with someone that you care about. Spread the word about living the front seat life. I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.